Welcome home. I'm Dr. Tama, a minister, licensed psychologist, and sacred artist. And this is Homecoming, a podcast to facilitate your journey home to yourself. While I will provide weekly inspiration and mental health tips, this podcast is not the same as personalized therapy. I'm so excited you're on the journey. If you want to request specific topics or to submit a poem for me to read on the podcast, email me at homecomingpodcast at gmail.com. Also, to build our community, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Let's begin. Welcome home, Cojourners. I'm glad you're here for another episode. And thank you so much for the lovely reviews you all have been leaving online for the new book, Homecoming, Overcome Fear and Trauma to Reclaim Your Whole Authentic Self. I have seen your beautiful reviews on Amazon and Barnes and Noble, and I greatly appreciate it. I hope you all will continue to read and share. I'm also happy that we have a poem submission on today, and this poem is from Rashmi Kanarjani, and the poem was written to her striving strong self whose heart was beating with the unfulfilled dreams of her foremothers and forefathers, dedicated to caregivers, especially big sisters, mothers, aunts, who put our lives on hold and wonder when it will be our turn to do what we want. And here is Rashmi's poem, entitled Mama Goes Back to School. As I sit at the dinner table this crisp Saturday morning, I am faced with the following, a drab garden with dried and dying foliage scattered all over, a messy dinner table with pencil shavings, old receipts, a glass with telltale remnants of curdling milk, towels hanging off chairs and overflowing sink and my overflowing mind. Yet I sit here and prepare to go through my coursework. This September, I started my master's courses in a subject area of my choice. I did it for me. I chose two courses with a full-time workload. I did it for me. I am working towards a thesis, the highest form of academic expression at this level of study. I did it for me. I have silenced the voices. Some days I am able to do it. Today is one of them. Shh, I say to the whispers that remind me, you are the mother, you should clean. You are the mother, you should make breakfast. You are the mother, you should empty the dishwasher, pick up the dirty socks, start the laundry, fill the dishwasher, start cooking lunch. You are the mother, you should, you should, you should. What is the matter with you? I just sit at the messy dinner table with my cup of tea and start checking work emails. I cannot keep my colleagues waiting if they need some action items looked at. I tweet the thought that was uppermost in my mind so my work isn't erased in my workplace. I start a new blog. I plan to write every day. The dishes can wait a little longer. Hmm. Thank you so much, Rashmi. This is so important and really can capture the moments uh, in our lives for what I would like to say, those who are 
parents or care providers and also have dreams. And so a part of your uh, child raising or mentoring or auntieing or being a guardian or a caretaker for young people can be a part of your dream. And you may also have some additional dreams. And so Rashmi talks about this dream of going back to school and pursuing academics. Others may have uh, dreams that are related to working outside of the home or volunteering outside of the home. And so it is important for us to push back on the shame and the judgment and the pressure that often come to those, especially women, who have dreams and goals and visions in addition to family life. And so I invite you to take sacred pause to think about the importance of family to you and recognizing and acknowledging their role in your life and your role in their life. And also to consider, in addition to your family life, what goals or dreams you have. And a part of homecoming is telling ourselves the truth to release uh, the judgment or the shame, or as Rashmi talked about, all of the shoulds. You should do this or you should not do that. And what will it mean for me to craft a life, to create a life, where I nourish my relationships, including my family, and I also give myself dreaming room, room to manifest, room to utilize the gifts and the interests, the intellect, the talent, the calling that I carry. And what a beautiful gift to really provide to ourselves and to the world is to demonstrate that we are layered, nuanced, complex beings, and one does not eliminate another aspect of who we are. So you can be incredible parent and also be a writer, as Rashmi was talking about writing her blog, uh, you can be uh, a very committed father and also uh, have dreams and goals that uh, are not inside of your home. Uh, you can be an incredible caretaker, foster parent, grandparent, auntie uh, who really values the ways in which you pour into the children in your life and in your care and also have some desires that exist outside of that realm. So it is important for us then to think about how we balance that and I'll say uh, how we engage in that dance because every day or every moment may not look perfectly balanced. As Rashmi said in her poem, the dishes have been neglected and she had to reply to these work emails. So there are some moments, some seasons, some parts of the day or some parts of the week where some things uh, are getting more attention than others. And so we have to be very intentional 
about how we do that dance, right? Because we do not want to come to the end of our lives and feel I never got a chance to pursue my dreams. And we also don't want to get uh, to our later years and be filled with regret for the ways in which we uh, did not show up for our family. And so uh, the people who I have known uh, who have been parents while in school um, have had to demonstrate such discipline and clarity in their schedule. Uh, but they often end up being the most organized students because time is not limitless, right? So they're knowing in this window is the time I have to write this paper uh, because then, you know, I have my other family responsibilities. And uh, likewise, those who are uh, working outside of the home and also uh, have family life have had to get very clear about their structure and their schedule. And so I invite you to consider, first of all, any hurtful messages that you have received that made you feel bad about not erasing yourself or that made you feel something was, was wrong with you because you're a, a parent or a care provider and you also have additional goals and dreams. And so, you know, where did those messages come from? And as I named, considering the gender dynamics that can go with that as well, um, of the ways in which people think about or talk about not only mothers, but I've heard grandmothers uh, making this complaint as well, that some people assumed that once they became a grandmother, that they were going to be available 24-7 uh, for their grandchildren. And some grandparents uh, have some other interests, some other things uh, that they're wanting to do in addition to family time. <clears throat> so we think about those messages and then give ourselves permission to determine what do I think, right? I know what these other people have said, and they clearly have a lot of opinions and a lot of judgments about that. What do I believe? What do I feel? What do I know? And if it is in your heart to uh, pursue those dreams and uh, that purpose, those goals, uh, you do want you do want to consider timing. Right. If I say yes, yes, I am going to follow my heart on this or my interest in this, I then do need to tell myself the truth of is this the right time? Right. Uh, because sometimes we have a false notion that it's now or never. And while there are some cases that are now or never, uh, that is not always the case. Sometimes it is not now, but later, right? And then you ask yourself, how much later? Because we don't want to perpetually put ourselves or our dreams on the back burner and never get to it. Uh, and so reflect on not only if you already have family, is it the right time to pursue this dream? But also the reverse is true. There are those who have put all of their time and attention in their schooling and in their profession or their career and are trying to figure out 
when is the right time uh, to start my family, right? And so thinking that through your uh, timeline to the extent that you have control over it, right? Thinking about the options that are available to you, uh, being very intentional and telling ourselves the truth about the various things that are important to us so that you don't lose sight of one of them. And then once you have decided, okay, this is the time I'm going to enter this dance of family life in addition to my interest and uh, my dreams, then really setting up priorities. So academically or school-wise, what is my priority uh, in terms of my family life? What is the kind of parent or caretaker that I want to be? What is it important for me to teach? What is it important for me uh, to provide? What is it important for me to demonstrate? Uh, one of the Im important pieces to note is that um, especially for mothers who have dreams, it can liberate your children to know what is possible for them, to know that they don't uh, have to choose uh, family or dreams. And so as opposed to thinking of it as I am uh, doing something against my family to have these other goals or dreams, that it can be a gift to your children for you to model that, to model what it is uh, to one, have joy and fulfillment, right? Because sometimes when we are in a place where we have been told we have to surrender all of our dreams, uh, that bitterness and resentment and frustration can show up in your parenting. And that can also result in parents who try to make their children live out their dreams. So then the things you never got to do, you're trying to force your children to become that and not paying attention to who they are, that they have arrived with personality, with gifts, with interests, and they uh, may not hold the same ones that you hold. And so uh, even the things that you do outside of the home that bring you fulfillment or the things that you do outside of the home uh, that make you come alive, that can end up blessing your family because then you show up in that place of wholeness and wellness. Yes. And you also take uh, that weight off of uh, children feeling responsible because they're the reason you never got to do something. And so now they have been raised with this guilt of I owe you for your delayed dreams or for your denied dreams. So let us uh, consider then what are our priorities, my, my family role relationship priorities, my dream priorities. And once I have those priorities, then I want to get very concrete and practical about my calendar and about my schedule that I have to be organized when I want to do this dance, right, of, of multiple components. And so uh, the calendar is helpful as well for accountability, 
right? So if you said you were going to do these things or you said this is important in your home or this is important to your children um, or this is important for your career or for your education, then I need to schedule my life to reflect my priorities and check in with myself of what is it that I have been neglecting? You know, what is it that I'm not paying attention to or being mindful of? So accountability and organization uh, is really important. And then when you have children as well as outside interests, it is going to be important to bless yourself with the gift of boundaries, right? That uh, if we are not careful, uh, any one category can take over everything else. So um, if I'm enrolled in school and I never set aside time to do the readings or to do the work, then I end up uh, failing and not being able to move forward. So if I have said that this is the right time, then I need to protect time to uh, do what is required for that responsibility or that commitment. Uh, likewise, if I said that uh, quality time with my children or my family is important and I spend all of my time in their presence on my computer uh, emailing and I'm saying, well, the kids are in the room, but I'm not engaged with them at all, then I'm not honoring my priority. So it's not just about physical presence. It's about emotional presence. It's about connection and communication and also uh, having fun and joy together. So we often think about the duties of family life and those are uh, important to pay attention to, but the relationship is also important. Yes. So not um, just what am I doing to take care of the home or to prepare the meals, while that those things are important, uh, we also want to be able to really check in, right, of what's going on with this child, right? What is it they want to talk about? What are they interested in? Uh, the importance of them knowing I'm interested in them, right? That I care about their day, their week, their life, their dreams, their feelings, their friendships. And so uh, setting up those boundaries so that you can be fully present with what you're doing. Many of us, especially in the pandemic, having to work from home, have tried to multitask. So you're doing work while you're with kids and you're with kids while doing school. And um, that is challenging when everything uh, was happening online. And so uh, much compassion to each of us who have had to do that dance. Um, and I would still say it's important for there to be some parameters, some boundaries, because what ends up happening when I try to do everything at the same time, then all of those things are just getting uh, my mediocre, uh, my average or my below average ability, right? I'm not uh, doing any of them well because with all of them, I am distracted, yes? And so really consider what are some ways that you want to be better 
about setting boundaries so that you can be intentional with your time and with your attention. The next piece, which is really important, is we have talked about on this podcast, not only self-care, but community care. And so it is important to be able to ask for help and to receive help uh, because it is a lot, right? If you are in school and have family or if you're working outside the home and also have uh, family uh, responsibilities and family relationships you care about. And so I invite you to look at all of the different things that you do and to see who can you enlist uh, to help you, to support you. You know, I was working uh, with one mother who uh, has two teenage children and the mother is exhausted and the teenagers don't do anything to help around the house. And, you know, the mother's response was, oh, I mentioned it, but they don't really want to help me. So we have to take another look at that and say, who are the people uh, that really need to play their part, that really need to contribute uh, and so whether those are, and again, I'm saying, you know, older children, younger children can help with some things, but you also want to be careful that you're not creating what we call a parentified child, you know? So when you have a 10 year old who is basically parenting their younger siblings, uh, we want to be mindful about that, about the consequences of that. Um, so it is, yes, the older siblings that will have some responsibility, Uh, for their younger siblings, but we also want to be careful that we have not turned over um, parenting uh, to children. Yes. Uh, So thinking about this is also why it's important for those who are not in a relationship yet to really have those honest conversations with people that you are considering for partnership or marriage What are their ideas about uh, shared responsibilities? You know, what are their ideas about the ways in which they would contribute in the household and the ways in which you would contribute? And are you all on the same page about that? Those are really important conversations to have and often topics people don't discuss because you assume that you're on the same page. And that assumption can uh, really end up creating a mess because now both people had assumptions uh, that were different from each other. So having a conversation and being intentional about the different ways that you can get support and help uh, in the home, but then also with school, if you're a part of a study group, sometimes for parents, study groups can be difficult because the schedules don't match. Um, but I have seen in our program, parents connecting with other parents, um, because then you have uh, kind of a common sensibility about, you know, what you have on your plate, what you're trying to balance. And I would say even in the workplace, being intentional about what you do um, and that you are not going to be able to say yes to everything, right? So even though I'm saying yes to my dream, I also know that I can't volunteer for every committee or I can't volunteer for everything that comes up given what I'm holding, yes? 
And uh, many of us can have enthusiasm, but enthusiasm without reflection, enthusiasm without honesty about what I'm already holding can not only create a lot of stress for you, but can result in you dropping uh, some of the things that you volunteered for. And so uh, being mindful about what we add and then also being mindful to ask for support and for help. And then it is going to be really important when we think about uh, us being whole and fulfilling beings that you also have time for play, for pleasure, for some relaxation. And I'm not saying how much time you have, but some time, because I know some people will hear that and they uh, imagine some luxurious life that they cannot afford because they need to work a certain number of hours. And I would say, even if you have to work a lot and you have family, to have some moments in your day uh, that are for you to rest and restore. Uh, for some people that will be having your morning tea, for some people that will be in the shower singing, for some it will be intentional about taking a day off from time to time, uh, doing things that you enjoy, going to concerts if that's what you enjoy, going to museums if that's what you enjoy, uh, watching your favorite show so that um, there is a reality that while your family life um, will come with a level or can come with a level of fulfillment and pursuing school or work can have an area of fulfillment, uh, we also want to be mindful that we're not just perpetually doing, but that we have some time for our sacred pause, for our being, for knowing that we're enough, that we're not constantly chasing or trying to uh, get recognition, whether recognition from your family or recognition outside of the home, but really being mindful of what do I enjoy. So like reading for pleasure, listening to music, calling to talk to a best friend. These are ways in which we can enrich our lives and have whole lives. The last point that I will make is the value of small goals along the way. Because sometimes when the dream is so big and our expectations in our parenting roles are so large and it feels far from where you are, we can easily get discouraged because it can feel like I'll never be the mother I want to be because an ideal mother could make all her kids clothes and I don't know how to do that. Or the ideal mother would have a house that always looks perfect and that my house doesn't always look perfect, right? Or never looks perfect. Uh, that the ideal mother, whatever picture you have in your mind, um, that your the ideal mother always has well-behaved children and one of more, one or more of your children is not always quote unquote well-behaved uh, or outside of the home the dream you have may take a while to get to. So if you're going back to school, it's going to take a while to get the degree. Uh, if you have professional goals, usually that's not a goal you can complete in one week. It's going to take time. And so I invite you, whether 
in family life or in your outside dreams or in those not only around work, but volunteerism or your artistry for you to set some smaller goals along the way uh, so that you can see the milestones, so that you can see your progress and appreciate the steps that you are making toward your whole authentic self. I invite your soul to tell your heart, mind, body, and spirit, welcome home. Mm -hmm.